Hey, what's happening, good people? This is your boy, Marvin Shiloh, and we got Deron. And you know what? This is The Beard Always Wins. The Beard Always Wins is a movement. It's a lifestyle. More important, it's a podcast, people. And we're so grateful and thankful that you all are listening to it. Remember, The Beard Always Wins. It is a five-star podcast for five-star listeners just like yourself. And we are on every platform that you can imagine. Apple, Google, Spotify, and some other ones that we can't even pronounce. So, with that being said, do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. And uh, one quick thing, Deron, I got to tell you. I got to show it to you, too. So, you know, I always talk about Nicholas Senate candles, right? So, right. I had a request. They have these things called dobos. I don't know if you know what those are, but it's like a wooden bowl. And it got, she filled it with berry whip, which for me, that's my favorite scent that she got. And, oh, man, I don't even want to um, burn it because... It looks that good, man. It looks like it should, you know, uh, it's like art to me or a, a centerpiece on your table. That's what it looks like. So, listen, uniquelycentedcandles.com. You can order your own dobo with whatever um, scent that you like. So, just check check it out at uniquelycentedcandles.com. And that's also on Instagram as well as Facebook, uniquelycentedcandles. So, with that being said, mm. uh, Mm. One pop kick, one time. Yeah. One of my favorite. My favorite, Deron. One of my favorite artists in the world actually told a joke. And it went like this. Tyler Murphy, what did the five fingers say to the face? And that was slap. Well, it's funny that you say that because one of my favorite comedians, also this comedian that you brought up, Dave Chappelle, also said this on one of his uh, last specials. Everything's funny till it's about you. That is true. But sometimes it is funny. But you got to be able to take that joke. And see, some, everybody mm-hmm. can't take yeah. jokes. Everybody can't take jokes, man. That's why you can't really joke with everybody, especially in this day and age. Everybody gets seems to be highly offended at something. At so, something. So, I I I was talking with some of my, some of my other people's the other day, and I was like, man, you know what? I look back. I'm looking like we born in the seventies and eighties, and grew up in the nineties and early two thousands. I'm like, bro, life. Life is has came at us fast because I don't recognize anything that's going around anymore or what's accepted, what's not accepted. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, you know what? My father was a child of the civil rights era. <laughs> <laughs> so the way he was raised is kind of insulting for people that's like in their early 20s to be like, yeah, you know what? The way you was raised, it was totally wrong. Your parents messed up. And that leads us to the conversation about what we're going to talk about. So, back in, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure it's similar. But I was always taught that if another man puts his hand in your face or puts his hands on you, in the words of uh, Uncle Leon... Yeah, got to squabble. So, oh, you mean Jerome? Jerome, I call him Leon. Oh, man, Jerome. 
Yeah. Jerome with the curl. Yeah, Jerome. Leon the squabble too. Leon ain't scared to squabble, but Jerome said, "Teach a man how to squabble." However, in this case, man, let me just, let's just get, let's just cut to the chase, right? So, for those of y'all been living under a rock, you haven't heard this, but uh, Will Smith did slap Chris Rock at the Oscars. Um, at first, I'm gonna tell you, I thought it was just like a, it looked like a wrestling shoot. Yeah, it looked like a a, a yeah, the wrestling shoot. <laughs> it, it looked like a work, but it really was a shoot, right? That, that's what it was. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I'm just going to give you my take, right? I think that was a sucker move by Will Smith. I don't care what nobody says. It was a sucker move by Will Smith. First off, you know, and, and for the people who are saying, oh, that's what you do. You take up for your wife. You take up for your... Yeah, there is a, that, you do take up for your wife. You do protect your children and your family. But that wasn't what we witnessed. I don't care what nobody says. Like, I'm pretty sure the rhymes you're going to go deep into it, but that's not what we witnessed. What we witnessed was a sucker move. That was bullying at its finest. And he was allowed to get away with it. You're making my my points. I'm just saying here. All right, so when we was talking in pre-poll, because I can't wait to get this out. So, if it's all about... so. Your man will get up. He won the Oscar. First and foremost, he was allowed to stay after assaulting a person on stage, which I don't think any other person would have been allowed to stay if it was whoever. It don't matter. My thing is, for him to get up there and start babbling and crying, and I won't say he sullied the name of of, uh, Richard Williams, but the like make a parallel that he was protecting his family like Richard Williams. That's BS, dog. Because if oh. it if it if it is about if it is about protecting his family, his wife, his family, and his marriage, him and Jada should have both had an issue when Regina Hall made a subtle joke about them having an open relationship and inviting Will to come up on the stage to test it out. Exactly. That that should they should have nipped it in the bud right there. So it could again it's select. We've been we've been talking about this for the longest cancel culture, all that stuff. These people are selective about who they don't like, and we starting to see that because you got a lot of people, like I was saying, in Black Hollywood that don't really rock with Chris like that. Mm-hmm. They all jumping on Will's side to the point where Eric Benet Eric Benet had the perfect comment on Twitter the other night. Where everybody checking up on Will? He the one that did the assault. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? It's like the only people who tend to be coming to Chris Rock's defense are people who I deem with good sense and um, comedians. Right? And it's just like you said. It's like they... It's the the popular... You know, it's a popularity contest. We get it. But the one thing that that you say, you know, he's like, hey, I'm protecting my family. Well... That's not how King Richard protected his family. What he did, how he protected Serena and Venus, or Venus and Serena, uh, was he kept them out of the limelight. He he shielded them from all of that. I don't know about you, but if I'm a celebrity, I'm protecting my family by keeping my family life private. But they share so much. You know what? You know what else I'm about to start calling the uh, the red table? 
The Red Table is actually the Red Wedding. If you don't know what the Red Wedding is, I need, you need to go watch Game of Thrones, I believe, season three or four. But that's when where families go to die. Everybody got killed at the Red Wedding. Then almost the entire Stark family and their supporters were killed at the Red Wedding. That's what Jada is doing with these Red Table Talks. Right? She's killing the family. She's killing the family. And everybody who believes that crap that gets put on the red table, listen, you just invited your family to the red wedding. That's what I'm saying. Bro, bro, like, people are talking about, like, they need to, that people need to respect their relationship, their open relationship. All right, I will will respect your open, non-monogamous relationship. But when you put it out there into the, when you put that into the metaverse, for me to, to for me to digest, don't expect me not to say anything. Well, first of all, I don't care anything about because every time we talk about it, what the first thing we say, she don't respect that man. She don't. She she obviously doesn't respect that man. That, them kids don't respect that man. If you got your daughter out here writing poems talking about you wish your mom would have married Tupac, like come on, dog, like these folks don't respect you. So that's 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 break it down frame by frame, right? So. The joke, the, there's, the joke gets said. There's nothing callous. There's nothing malicious about the joke. No. It was, it was even prefaced with Jade, I love you. See you in GI Jane too. Yep, can't wait to see it. It, it, it fit, matter of fact, to show you that it wasn't even that good of a joke, it fell flat in the room. <laughs> the most of the people that was in there, except the people that knew what GI Jane was, will laughs. Mm-hmm. Will laughs at this joke, and you can see where Jada is disturbed by it, where she has a right to be. But let's rewind about a week earlier when she's interviewed by TMZ, and she says she doesn't care about people's opinion about her hair. Yep. So is it is it Uchi Wally or one Mike? <laughs> Perfect comparison, because. I'll be honest with you. I had no idea she had alopecia, right? Nobody, but I won't say nobody did, but nobody who pays attention. If you do not pay attention to anything that happens in that household and what they share, which is everything it seems like, you wouldn't know. No, unless it goes viral. Like unless so, so all of this happened. The the main the one of the main things that people keep forgetting about this whole interaction is. And I don't know if I, I don't know how many times we're gonna re- have to repeat this. Chris Rock is a comedian. <laughs> Y'all can go back to 2016 and bring up all the footage you want to about him going at Jada for like saying you wouldn't have been invited anyway. Guess what? That's the job of a comedian. Exactly. And I I don't know. I went to um, Big Nick's birthday bash. Um, and they had the comedians there, Steve Rock. And the one thing I said, we sat like in the third row. And I and I said that I said, please don't let this dude say nothing about me, right? Not because, yeah. you know, I'm going to jump on both stage to do something for him. But I'm like, hey, I should have said a little further back. Thank, thank God he didn't, you know, pick me to pick at. But um, that's just what it is. Comedians are going to scan the room. You're in the first couple of rows. They're going to talk about you. That's what they right. do. If if that's not what you about, then don't sit up in the front row. But I'm going to see uh, Michael Collier 
at the improv out here on Saturday. So I was planning to go to that one anyway. But they have the April Fool's Comedy Jam out here on Friday. Mm. And so old girl going to take me to it. So it's going to be Bill Bellamy, Ryan Davis, Bruce Bruce, Earthquake, and some, and two other comedians that I ain't never heard of. That's a good show. You know me. like I don't like to be in big crowds, but I am completely interested in what comedians, specifically black comedians, are going to say when they not attached to the Matrix, when they ain't got to worry about getting a role in a big-time movie. Like, I really want to know what what the what the discussion is going to be when these jokes start flying. And Bill Bellman, like Ryan Davis, like Ryan Davis going to... Somebody, somebody... How can I put this? Like, I already seen on Twitter where some people are already talking about and, and Dave Chappelle is next. Some trans, Trump trans, uh, some uh, transsexual person is gonna jump on stage and give Dave that work. <laughs> yeah, right. And like in the and like in the comments, somebody said, "Y'all think y'all think uh, Dave was uh, lifting weights just for the fun of it? Like he's somewhere doing squats, smoking a cigarette at the same time, waiting for one of y'all to come on the stage." <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you know it's crazy, right? And uh, I think Ryan, I'm gonna subscribe to Ryan Davis Patreon today um, because I really wanted to see what he had to say. But um, but 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 back to the uh, the frame by frame. So the joke falls flat. He says, "Come on, that was gentle." Um, Will Smith is laughing. Jada Jada's no longer laughing. She rolls her eyes, and that's oh, when she wasn't laughing. She wasn't laughing. Period. Yeah, she wasn't laughing. She put that. She had a, she had a little smirk, and she did the eye roll thing. Yeah, and um, and she looks at Will, and Will stops laughing. That's when he gets on stage. And um, he throws the wrestling. Slap. Hold on, before, before before we even get to the slap heard around the world. So that's go, that's that jump on another topic that I've seen a lot of people jump on. Okay, so we've been here, so well, I can we can only speak from this from <laughs> damn. I really feel old saying this. Middle aged African American males. <laughs> Are we middle aged? All we all we. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we all know we, we still cool. We we still we still we still old enough not to put rims on the car, but you know, no words whipped about. But all this time we keep hearing like in the in the um in the public lexicon lately, all you've been hearing about is toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity. Like man, you don't need to handle things with your fist. But now the same people that I see that have been parading this this uh that talk that talking point are the main ones saluting. Like I seen something where like Tiffany Haddish like was like, we saw a black man standing up for us white. When don't you see black first and foremost, who are these black men that you hanging around that's not protecting their white? I wouldn't know. Who not standing up for the who not set who not standing up for the women in their life? Like please please point these suckers out. Air them out. We in black in, in every election cycle. I, all I hear is black people talk about we not a monolith. If we not a monolith, then not then don't don't clap. Don't put me in the same classification as these suckers not out here protecting. They win. And let me just say this, women. This goes out to you guys, right? Um, a man will only do what you allow him to do. Yeah. I'm a, I'm going to repeat. Not just a man, but listen. People only treat you. How you allow them to treat you. And you could call it alpha energy. 
beta energy, whatever kind of energy that you want to call it, the fact of the matter is that people will only treat you how you allow them to treat you. Bro, we got we got a person that we both know that plays football where we from mm-hmm. is dead because his woman was disturbed by some stuff that was going on downstairs underneath their apartment. Yep. And got shot three times over and killed. Yeah. And that person got found. That person wasn't even charged with murder. That person was, was like absolved of even getting charged with murder. Yeah. So it's like, like I, like I hate that part of the topic where I've been seeing a lot of people like it's, it's cemeteries full of black men that or in prison that's in there because a woman that gassed them up to go do something to defend their honor. But Ricky Smiley hit it on the head when he said, "All right." Well, she was sent Bill up there to defend her honor. Where's she been at out here? Why she ain't releasing been the flutes and letting all the info out of the bedroom come out? And why she not defending his honor by embarrassing him at every opportunity? That's what it feels like. And I'm, I'm just like you said, she should. You want to protect? Let she needs to protect Will. She should. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm. A, you know, I'm take it back. Right? All Will Smith had to say, <laughs> right? All Will Smith had to say what a lot of black folks know about is just just one phrase, two words. I do say, all right now. If he would just say, all right now, it would have been over, bro. That would that that, that could have been defending the honor. To quote to quote Doctor Strange from Infinity Wars. I see fourteen million six hundred and five <laughs> possible outcomes of the coming conflict, and he chose the wrong one. Exactly, bro. He could have he could have screamed what he screamed from his chair. He could have got up. He could have met Chris on the side of the uh, side of the stage. He could have used his platform when he won uh, Best Actor. He could have did it on a press release. He had his PR people that could, they was out there with him and Denzel. And uh, Bradley Cooper, when they were trying to calm him down, he had all of these different avenues to approach this. And you know, I ain't the biggest fan of Kevin Samuel, but Kevin Samuel might have, like, he might have, he said something that resonated. He was like, "Yo, man," he was like, "It was like," and he probably didn't get if he would have hit somebody that wasn't a black man, he would have been escorted out of it. Yeah, if he would have hit somebody that wasn't wasn't a black man, he would have been escorted out. Because we, for a community that's talking about these generational curses and how we need to stop doing these things, a lot of com- a lot of a lot of the stuff that's happening in our community all started because of pride and ego. Yeah, and you know, you know what else I felt that should have happened after that? They shouldn't allow him to accept the award. They could have gave him the award, right? They they could have uh, Jay Z them at the Grammys. Hey, yep, Salt and Pepper them. Hey, yeah, you get a Grammy, but you know what? We're not going to televise it. They could have did so the, same, had, the same thing with the uh, Oscar. Nope, we're not going to tell about right. it. Enough, and the add on to like all of these choices that he had, I saw where they were sitting at. That was a that was a quite that was a mighty long walk up to from where he was seated at to that stage for him to be like, "Yo, I might be screwing up if I do this." Yeah. I, so all that. <laughs> So all so all of this stuff happened, and then the slap came. Yeah. First and foremost, Chris got one hell of a chin. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> t- he took it on the chin. Um, 
Yeah, he, he like we'll hit it with the sister slap. Because all that noise is, is you feel like Christian fell down. Uh but yeah, and then another thing, Chris Rock like clearly was not expecting it because he had his hands behind his back and he leaned in like he was listening, like he was like Will Smith was getting ready to say something to him. Right? Right. And then he hit him with the with the sister slap. And it was just like <clears throat> It's, it, it was so outrageous. I was standing in the line at the Seven Eleven, and dude, like, man, I'll, I'll tone it down. Cause Chris Rock just slapped the, uh, Chris Rock got the slapped out of him by Will Smith at the Oscars. Everybody in the store, like, yeah, right. Man, dude brought it up on his phone. People were like, yeah, man, like they gotta be acting. No. Nah, this wasn't act. Mm-mm. So he hit him. So we get to the hit. He walks off, but he hits him one time, walks off the stage. I don't know about you, but did you notice a smile come across his face as he was walking off the stage? I did. So that's first and foremost. A lot of people are saying that Chris Rock should have snuck on when he was walking out. A lot of people keep got to remember it's a, it's, a four, it's a five to six inch height difference and about a 50 to 60 pound weight difference. Yeah. What? Floyd, Floyd, Floyd don't fight Tommy Morrison for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> Floyd ain't fighting Roy so, Jones for a reason. So <laughs> right. So you got so you, right. So you got all of that joint happening. My thing is, if you if you wait to get back to your seat and do all of that barking, why couldn't you do it when you was in that man's face? Exactly. It was all cap. New era. Like. Yeah. It was, I don't know what book he got coming out. I know Chris Rock going on tour, but I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what's going on in Will Smith's head, right? But I can tell you it's not, it, 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 granted, people, we are speaking rational about an irrational sub- subject. So it's one of those things kind of like, yeah, we get it, but he don't get it. So, like, listen, we don't know exactly. He came up with this lame Apology, but I'm just gonna be honest with you. Will Smith does not get a pass. He don't get a pass. This was not defending honor. This was nothing. This was just a straight sucker move. It was whack. It was lame. I mean, like my whole thing is like, how many people have said stuff about Will Smith? You go. You go. You go. I hope when I get back, if I ever get married again, I hope I marry someone. With the common sense to know, hey man, we going to this thing. It's gonna be a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Expect some jokes. Of, like don't like don't go to a Corey Holcomb show and expect it to be knock knock jokes. Don't go to a D.L. Hewley show and expect it to be knock knock jokes. Like it's gonna be some ragging on on the crowd that come with the territory. <laughs> so don't get mad. It's, it's the quote Chris Rock. That tiger went tiger. Comedian gonna go comedian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, like, so, so he does. So he does all of this, yo. Uh, I get it when a lot of people say that, hey, Chris should have should have bumped back when he got sold on. But the res- you got to have a lot of resolve, and you got your pup, your 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 PR person got to be in your got to be in your like mind. You'd be like, hey man, don't mess up these checks. Exactly. Because you, it, 
Because as you see, there was a point in all of that when Chris said, I could, never mind. Yeah. So if he would have, so all he could, if he wanted to escalate this a little bit further, it shows the growth of, this is, this is the thing that a lot of people call for, talking about the growth of a man. If he want, if he really wanted to fire back, and I can't remember who heard, who I heard said, but he was like, man, if he really wanted to fire back, he could have been like, man, that's not gonna hurt till August. Yeah. But you know, he uh, like so, like you said, like Chris Rock was the bigger man. Chris Rock was um, kind of look the. What was NCO Creed say? No one is more professional than I. <laughs> right, <Yeah. laughs> Chris is not commission officer. No one is more professional than I. Chris Rock, young soldiers, young NCOs. If you ever want to, you ever want a personification of what no one is more professional than I looks like. That's it right there. Like that was it. Chris Rock, I, I salute Chris Rock. My my hats off to Chris Rock because I know if it was me. Hey, I, I might as well be like, you know what? I got my tours next week. I'm going to jail tonight. We both going to jail. And, uh, right. but, matter of fact, matter of fact that, just, that just keep this in the context of comedians. Yeah. Do you think he would have tried this with D-Ray? Nope. Think he would have tried this with DL? Nope. Think he would have tried this with Steve Harvey? No. He might have tried DL. DL a little smaller, but... Might have... Think he might have tried this with Corey Holcomb? Nope. Think he would have tried this with Dave Chappelle? Uh-uh. And I'll go, I'll go into the great, matter of fact, you think he would have did this to Bill Burr? Nope. And I'll go to the great with this one. You think he would have ran up on that stage that with Patrice O'Neal? Because Patrice, Patrice might have ate the punch, but he wasn't gonna, they were going to have to play some music to get him off the stage. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, he know what, he know who to hit and who not to hit. Yeah, it's just like um, dang, what's what's buddy's name? I ain't gonna say his name on here, right? Because, um, but there was a a guy uh, who was coming that he was he was he was small in stature, and he got on everybody's nerves. I mean, he got on everybody's nerves, and um. I think I got. Uh, I, I think I know he's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got on everybody's nerves. Like he talked the most trash. He do everything. But at the end of the day, if you wasn't his size, which means you was taller than five two, five three, um, <laughs> you ain't earning no stripes off of that. And I don't care what nobody say. Like you don't earn stripes on bullying the little person. You just don't. Not in my book. You don't get no respect in my book. Bro, I ain't even trying to make this a piling on. But Will, I ain't trying to make this a piling on, especially a Jada, because I mean, she does have she does have that um, that disorder. Well, alopecia, but, alopecia, dude, I got alopecia. Yeah, yeah it ain't number male. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah. Male pattern baldness. Yeah, you you going you going bald? That happens. Bro, if somebody wanted to take it there, somebody could be like, oh. Y'all do know Chris got Asperger's, right? Yeah. Which is a disorder that Chris, case in point, Chris tell the joke 
it takes Chris a while to tell that it landed or it didn't land. Like things, he processes things a little bit slower than like a person with their full function. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to take it there, they could, but they not. If we want to talk about, if we want to talk about mental health, we could take it there, but don't nobody want to take it there. Especially like, like I said, I've been, I've been the behavioral health specialist. And one thing I can tell from, from in particular, black dudes that I know that's been in like mental health, like no nobody care about our mental health, like at all. Like it's 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 just a talking point at this point. Like I've seen I've seen cases where a dude had like severe PTSD and he did something to piss his wife off, and she used that in an argument against him. And guess what happened? Now you got a domestic case because he told you something in confidence. And now you want to blast it to the world. Not saying I condone it. Unless you understand. I was all I was about to say, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got so we got all of this out in the so all of this is out in the open. It's like I said. It's like I said um, when I was going through uh, EEO school. When people when we had this talk about racism and people asked me. Yo, what can you do? What do what do you do on a daily basis? What can you do on a daily basis uh, to stop racism? I'm like, why are you asking me? Like, so what's the like? What's the what's the cure for uh, racism? I'm like, for white people to talk out. That's just like me having. That's just like if I had cancer. If I had cancer and it went it uh, it went away and then it came back. You know how low class you got to be to go to somebody and be like, man, why you keep getting cancer? Exactly. The same thing with racism. The no. same thing with cancer. It's something I can't control. So why are you asking me, dude? Like speaking speaking of cancer, uh, like is this this shot, Kiran? Um, so you know, so, so Kiran had a um, he, he had get a, you know a mask removed, right? And it was a malignant. But um, somebody asked him about cancer. He said, "Man, he, he said he called me country. The country man I did the most uh, insensitive thing the other day." And I didn't even realize I did it. Uh, the dude was like, shared that, you know, one of his family members got cancer. <laughs> Kiron goes and said, I mean, I had cancer too, I want shit. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna be, they're going to be all right. And he, he didn't realize that, you know, how he said it until like a couple of days later. So it's funny that you mentioned that because that's, he just told me this day. I'm sorry, Kiron, I put your business out there, but hey, it's, uh, it's all for the, for the cast. But that talk that talk about the the source or that don't talk that talk about the exact the cause. That don't talk about the symptom. Yeah. All of this all of this could have been avoided. It didn't have to be in a physical way. It didn't he didn't even have to yell. But if he would have nipped all of this in the bud in his household, yeah. we wouldn't be here. Exactly. Like, hey, we know you love Tupac. Let it go. Man been dead for 25 years. Let it go. Don't have your kids out here doing weirdo behavior type stuff. Nip it in the bud. Or matter of fact, I say I say this with for whatever reason. When I was living in South Africa, people used to like the like talk like politics with me. And after a while, I just got tired of it. Like, why you don't want to talk politics? I'm like, yo, you might like my opinion, but you're not entitled to it. It's the same thing with my business. We ain't entitled to everything that's going on in my life. I ain't yeah. got to share everything on social media. 
Yeah, I mean it's like they all need they all need to delete the app. They all need to delete every social media app off their phone. They should <laughs> and just chill for a while. Because like like look, I've never agreed with their style of parenting. You know, I I I, I haven't. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Um, I think Jaden he's been in he's been in a few movies, right? The best movie he was in was mm-hmm. what, what was the one he was uh, that was crying in the bathroom. Uh, no, Karate Kid when he was getting beat up. No, not Karate Kid. No. Well, he he really had many roles. It's more about Will Smith. Um, oh man, they, they were sleeping in the bathroom. On Earth? They, no, no, that movie. Oh, you talking about uh, Pursuit of Happiness? Pursuit of Happiness. That's the best movie Jane Smith has been in. On Earth was whack. Karate Kid. That was it. Was uh, you know I, the, the world didn't need a, that Karate Kid. Um, and what what other movies has he done? I can tell you. Yeah. I told you. No, those people are so removed from me. Even the little bit of me that does care about what happened in movies and Hollywood and entertainment, and they so far removed from that. Like, no, nah, like I know he put out a whole bunch of trash albums that folks. Yeah. Seem like, but it ain't my speed. But I don't knock it. I just, call, I just call it trash because it's trash in my ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I've only. So, just- yeah. So. So no, nah, bro need to just control. He need to get. He need to get his house in order. And what we saw, what we saw Sunday night, was a manifestation of X amount of years of memes. His wife with these red table talks, all of this stuff piling up. And for whatever reason, Chris Rock was the easy target, and he took it out on the easiest target. There you have it, folks. So let me ask you this question: here. Would you ever go to the red wedding? Uh, if you got invited <laughs> to excuse me, the, uh, the red table, yeah, because somebody, somebody, somebody got with some with some like real life experience and common sense need to go on that show and be like, hey man, y'all stupid. So let so so that brings me to another point, right? Because a lot of the stuff that we see out here, uh, especially concerning this family, it's kind of elementary. Do you think they're just so far removed from the norm? That that's why you see all this craziness. No, you just, you gotta the, for the craziness that they do. You have to choose to do that. That ain't naturally a part of you. You have to choose to be that way. I mean, and, and here's the reason why I, I ask this because because like I don't know like many celebrities who have famous children who act normal. Well, what we call normal, you know, hey, what is normal? Somebody's going to say, I get it, but, you know, but we don't, I think sometimes some people, some people are just so far removed from the everyday person that they do all this craziness. Hey, I don't think the last, I forgot all about this. Yo, you remember Jaden showed up at Kanye Wayne in that brown Batman outfit? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Jay? Oh, yeah. You remember Jaden Smith showed up at Kanye Wayne with that brown Batman outfit on? Was it brown or was it white? No, nah, it was white. Yeah. That was Travis Scott with the brown uh, Batman outfit on. Yeah. Another weirdo. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, like your favorite people are weird. weirdos. Weirdos. So, um, in the midst of all of this, what kind of get uh, lost in the shuffle? Let's talk about really standing up for black women. Cory Booker, um, was that the con- is it the confirmation or the 
the judge, what's her name? I just forgot her name. Um, the Supreme Court judge, the nominee. Oh, KTD? Yeah. That's all I remember. Um, but he stood up for it. So did she get selected? Did, did it go through? Um, I kind of, I missed uh, I think it's still, I think it's still with the judicial committee. But yeah, like, yeah, I give Cory Booker a lot of flat because I think he a grandstanding grifter. And he said whatever was, he remind me of like Andrew Yang, the, uh, yeah, Asian American dude that ran for president, then ran for mayor of New York. Like that dude said whatever was popular at the time with whoever he meeting with. Yeah. Like it's only pertinent for that mo- for that moment that you currently in because he can go across town and say something totally contradictory to it. <laughs> True, but yeah, that's standing up. And guess what? Cory Booker didn't have to go slap Mitch McConnell to get his point across. Nope. And trust me, a lot of people want to slap Mitch McConnell. Allegedly, bro. I pray that, bro. I live in Texas. I'm praying for the day I see Ted Cruz walking through DFW. <laughs> you got some questions for him. Huh? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see Madison Cop, Cop uh, Madison Cop from North Carolina roll through. Matter of fact, let me make it even more personal. Let me see Greg Abbott, uh, the, the governor of Texas, rolling through the airport. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find like a steep. I'm gonna find like a steep decline and just like kick the back of his wheelchair. Like that's how much I hate that dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. It's 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 crazy though, man. Like, um that causes that to get kinda um washed. Uh it, and also in political news you got Herschel Walker who's doesn't know what C T E is or C T R. Um he could be suffering from yeah. T E. I don't know, but um Proud pro- proud product of uh that university at Athens. Hey, listen. <laughs> listen, man. Hey, I got I got a hypothetical. Yeah. Would you would you sign up for Herschel Walker Man. being your state represent being your state representative for a back to back Georgia national title? No, I got one. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> I don't need another one. I would like another one. Don't need another one. Right? <laughs> At what cost? Like, no, Herschel Walker don't know what he's doing. He don't even know what he's talking about. Like he right. really doesn't. Um, Warnock, I don't know what changes he's made. I'll be honest with you, I really don't know. Um, but if I got to pick between Warnock and Herschel Walker, it's definitely Warnock. So speaking of uh, speaking of uh, taking care of your home first, uh, uh, Herschel should have been a better father. That part, yeah, because his son is out there. Oh. <laughs> His son, way not, out. not out there as far as like in the not out there as far as in the sexual orientation way, but he just <laughs> out there mentally. Yeah, like I mean, like way out. You thought James Smith them was weird? No, this dude is weird. This is a weird kid. Like, I don't. He he was the he was the prototype for Pat Mahomes' little brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man, this dude is weird. Like that dude, I forgot exactly what he did, but I looked at it. I looked at one video. I was like, "Nope, I never got to look at another video of his." And then guess what happened? A few more videos popped out. I was like, "Oh my god, this dude!" I think it was on TikTok. Um, it's yeah, ca- yeah, your algorithm is all screwed up now, brother. Yeah, I was like, "Oh god!" It took a, it took a couple days. I stopped stopped going on it because every time I would scroll, I would see the dude. I'm like, you know what? This is crazy, crazy. 
But um <laughs> Yeah. So did we talk about uh last week did we talk about uh Tyreek going to the Dolphins? I think we kinda sorta talked about it. Maybe, yeah. Uh I don't know. Um, oh yeah, before we move off of Georgia before we move off of Georgia politics, uh I don't think y'all can vote for him, but uh, if you live in the area, uh, vote for Marcus Flowers over Marjorie Taylor Greene. Please. Please. Save. Save the state of Georgia. Save the reputation. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. And I, I had a good conversation with uh, some older gentlemen uh, over the weekend. Real good conversation. We were talking about voting, right? And this, and this is what... There's this big misconception and people... No matter where you're at, you're invited. I'll see you such and such, such and such. I get tired of you hearing you people talking about, and I'm saying you people. And I'm, what do you mean, you people? The, the <laughs> ones I'm talking about, the ones who always say, hey, we won't change, we want this, that, and that, or it's the white man is this, or whatever. You people who request change, I'm tired of hearing it when you don't vote, when you don't exercise your duty. Not saying that you gotta, you don't have a right to complain because everybody has a right to do whatever they want to do, but you can't. Like I, I, I don't respect it because they, they, there are so many people who don't vote because they don't understand like where the power of their vote lies. The power of your vote lies is in your local elections, and people will start being educated voters. Right, and when I say education, educated voters, I do not mean your level of education. I'm talking about look researching the vote, the people, the candidates that are running in your area, and casting whatever vote that you decide to cast. But if you don't do hey, that, if you allow, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say like if you don't do that, especially like I'm not lying. I was uh, at I was in the uh, in the mall place i rarely go but i was in the mall and i heard some people talking about um you know we got we need if, if, if we had a, a black mayor right and, and this is this is how ignorant some people are but say like if we had a black mayor or some black black officials that stuff with kj would have been solved right how absurd does that does that sound like i mean who's who's the who's the prosecuting attorney at the courthouse who voted like could anybody anybody within the sound of my voice and vote also send me a send me a um message on Twitter without going to Google. I'm at D A A B S C R A C T N O M A M O A D, the abstract nomad, and let me know who is the prosecuting attorney at the Miles County Courthouse. I know y'all got enough y'all got enough people to make you got enough people to make a difference there. Vote also thirty seven percent black. Yeah. You got a nice you got a nice voting block. Yeah, but the city of Valdosta. Uh, but I think that's the the county. But I think the city of Valdosta is is probably closer to fifty percent within the city limits. Yeah, probably. Because the county yeah, don't check it out. The county yeah. don't. The county can't vote. If you live in the county, you cannot vote for the the mayor of Valdosta. In the city, yeah. If you if black black folks in Valdosta make up fifty two point eight percent of the population, there you have it. <laughs> but I also would I also would shoot them some bell because you know we've had um, sheriffs and police chiefs that damn near tried to give everybody in town a record to take away their voting right too. Yeah, 
So, so but, yeah. but nevertheless, um, that's not that's not. And we had two black uh, guys who voted, who uh, not voted, but ran for mayor. I think Bussy ended up getting it. But it was people who just uh, they they couldn't see the bigger picture, so they went. They they just didn't vote. They voted because they ain't like Bussy. They like he's too young. He too X Y and Z. But yet still you were claiming for a black man. I don't know. It's crazy. These people um, who, who who speak this way. But sh- shout out to everybody who actually goes out there and at least cast your vote. Whether you do a straight Democratic or a straight Republican or if you take the time to say. You know, let me just ask you this question, right? How many people, like we think about Americans, right? How many do you think are actually totally conservative and or totally liberal because i have this belief that the, uh, the majority of the people are smack dead in the middle uh man i wish i could give you some numbers um uh, i i, I want to say 50 50 but the thing i think uh, well a lot of people have to realize, but like the younger you are, and unless you like one of these like Abby Hoffman types, like you gonna t- you gonna tend to lean toward like liberal beliefs and philosophies or whatever. But the older you get, I can speak particularly for like black folk because I like I ain't gonna say I just read a couple articles, but I did. Took a course where we studied black voting habits, and the older black people get, the more. If that's one, that's one of the biggest downfalls of the conservative party. If they realize how conservative black people really are, and if they yeah. were able to lose the races and the races in the party, <laughs> they might have a chance of picking up a nice little chunk of the black vote. Because the older black, the older you are, and if you're black, the more you're political ideology tends to lean to the right or right of center. It's more, it's more moderates in this country than Democrat, uh, than uh, progressives and like far right. Like, yeah, it's just that you just got a stalwart. You just got a stalwart in the, like in the Senate, like, or in the Congress, like going nothing get passed because you got the extremes of both parties refusing to do this one thing or refusing to give up their vote for this one thing. Like, Joe Manchin, like, he's a Democrat in name only because he come from a strictly conservative state in West Virginia. So, yeah. So, let me ask you, all right, so he vote according to the, his constituency. Which is what a lot, that's what <laughs> a lot of people don't realize. We have to uh, come back on another episode talk about voting constituencies and all this stuff to kind of educate more people. But I got a question for you, a personal question for you, right? Um, give me mm-hmm. give me something that you, in your youth, you were very liberal on, right? And today, you're really conservative. Um, something that I was really liberal on. Um, something that, man. Man, we got to start doing a show sheet. Uh, <laughs> one thing I was re- one thing that I think I was really liberal about was um, damn that's real tough dog damn you might have stumped me I'll tell you this one thing though I used to be hard up against like um, 
like like I'm still like I'm still hard up on gentrification because I believe that if you willing if you willing to invest in a community when the people who have built that who who are the fabric of that neighborhood is that like in Woodgate if they was to suddenly gentrify Woodgate I would take offense with that because you got all of these people that have spent years and years there building up that community nurturing that nurturing the, the the products that come out of that neighborhood. And the only thing that we can get is a Arabic dude that own a gas uh, on that used to be a Swanee Swift that he owned a corner store. We can't get no businesses in there. The businesses that are over there by Woodgate, they releasing all type of pollutants in the in the uh, in the environment. Which uh, there's plenty of studies out there that show that like, hey, like this this environmental racism and it particularly happens in poor and black neighborhoods. Train. Tra- the trains don't run through the north side. Nope. But they damn sure run over there where I say that by by Hudson Docket and on the south side. They do. Matter of fact, the one spot the one spot that I do know that's you could consider a quote unquote non black neighborhood in Vados, they can't even blow the horns when they go past uh over there by the mall. Yeah. Uh is it is it Cherry Creek or what is it? Wood Valley? Uh oh, right over there by Remington. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Who's looking like, at? like they like the only thing that the, if, when them crossbars go down, the only thing that's allowed to uh, to have any noise is that warning that's actually coming from the railroad. When the last time you got stopped, you got stopped there and you heard the train pass by and blow his horn, dude. It, it was like uh, maybe about a month ago because I was over by the wire coming up by the wire. The train came in and mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't hear the horn. Right. So didn't hear again, the show didn't hear you the horn at all. It's fifty. It's over. Y'all, y'all are a y'all are a majority minority in that city. Start acting like it. Vote, but we ain't we we ain't talking about vote. No. But uh, nah, I didn't believe. I didn't. One thing that I was totally against was being able to like uh be discriminatory in housing. Yeah, bro. I done stayed. I done stayed in some places. <laughs> I'm like yo. Y'all need to get these redacted racial slurs the hell up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you stole mine, bro. Like you really stole mine. Like I, I, nah, was, I can see if I, I can see what if I when I finally buy a house, hell yeah, I'm a monitor who's saying who's moving in my neighborhood. Cause, hey, we say we we say the quiet parts out loud on here. There's a segment of there's a segment of our quote unquote community that just don't want to act right. That part, and I ain't even talking about respect. I ain't even talking about respectability uh, politics. I'm talking about, hey man, if we got a nice, if we got homes that we bought these homes at two hundred fifty thousand dollars, that's don't do nothing that's gonna lower the property value and get us kicked out and somebody else move in and they build it up and then we can't stay here because the property tax too much. Exactly. Exactly, but then some. My bad, I ain't even stole your thumbs. Ah, it's cool, man. Like I said, but you actually stole the um, stole stole mine. So yeah, we're we're right on that. Uh, so we got uh, about nine minutes left. Let's see, what haven't we touched on? It, it, it was it was a lot, a lot that happened. Is well, not really too much, but a good bit that happened. Um, that was that. It was that. The- it was just it was just that one story and everything surrounding it. That yeah, that kind of sucked the life. Took up the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, all right, I, so so we, we talk about music, right? The one the one genre of music that we have yet to touch on um, <coughs> has been country music. 
right? Uh-oh. Do you like country music? Nope. You don't like it. Why don't you like it? It's just, nope. just not for you. So there's not a country song that you can say, hey, I kind of like this song. I can't. I, there's not one I can think of, bro. Not one? Not one. Wow. You was in All the only, bro, the only, the, the only, which is sad considering I was up for like the Charlie Pride Fellowship with like the Texas Rangers Baseball Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, tell us something about Charlie Pride. Man, I was on Wikipedia like hell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so there's Deron don't like country music. Now he don't have one. So I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send you a song. That I, I tell you, I like um, the you don't even like Tennessee whiskey. Chris Stapleton. I like Jack. I used to like Jack Daniels. I like. Oh, I was about to say I used to like Jack Daniels when I was drinking, but not anymore. <laughs> All right. So that's a song called Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton. I think you might like that one. Hey, he don't. He ain't like uh, Greg Reporter, is he? Not Greg. Is it Greg Reporter? What's the dude? The uh, oh man, what's the dude's name? The, I can't. I'm not even uh, the singer dude. Yeah, Greg. Greg Reporter. Like, I don't even know who Greg Reporter is, but I can't. I'm not going to sit up in front. I only know Garth Brooks. I know um, that Chris Stapleton do. I know of Lady Annabellum. Um, Brooke Shelton, the guy that's on The Voice. I don't even know what kind of songs he's singing. I guess. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. that, I'm not well versed in, in Johnny Cash because Walk the Line is a good movie. Um, See that back. I do know that one. You do? So, Deron knows. It's a bad that. man. Yeah, Johnny Cash was, that, that was a good, that was a good, that was a good movie. Um, so, <laughs> all right. <laughs> the, the, I, I I have to ask you this question, right? Since we're talking about Johnny Cash, what was the best biopic? What's your favorite biopic? Um, I would say Ray, but I'm I'm kind of torn. Even though it wasn't good, I pretty much enjoyed it because I'm a big I'm a shocking I'm a big Queen fan, especially like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. So I like uh, I like that joint. Uh, didn't too much like Straight Outta Compton too much though. Uh, it was. It was uh, I think uh, I think Chadwick did a good portrayal of James Brown and uh, Get On Up. Yeah, but there was a lot that they left out. Um, I'm I'm interested to see how Jamie Foxx is going to do this Mike Tyson biopic. Is it ever coming out? I think they're filming it. They are filming it now. Okay. Now I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Like I'm, I'm with uh, you. Hey, <laughs> I don't have to say. I know you can't wait for that Master P No Limit uh, biopic to come. <laughs> <laughs> All shot and paid for by uh, Percy himself. Man, like you, you know, I wish they would redo. I wish they would re- redo. I'm about it. Like. Well. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was I'm about it, but it got one of the all my all time favorite scenes. I think dude get punched in the car and he drag him out and you can tell it's a manic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he put him in the truck. Yeah. Man, like, I buy it is like, oh man, that's the, it was shot on the, definitely shot on the handheld camera. I'm pretty sure. 
pretty sure that's what it was, was shot on. Like, you could probably shoot a better picture on the iPhone 4 than, <laughs> than, mm-hmm. than um, what was used to uh, unbind it. But, yo, shout out to Master P, man. Um, so, oh, let me ask you this question. In other news, because this got swept under the rug, too. Lil Bow Wow, right? Lil Bow Wow says that, um, I guess him and Jermaine Dupri, I guess they, they're, they're back on the outs again. Um, but he said he considered all of his albums to be mid. Well, here's news. Uh, most people who were of age considered his albums to be mid. But Lil Bow Wow, um, what's your take on that? Um... Uh... I hear Lil Bow Wow, and the only thing I can think of is him getting interviewed. They're like, oh, look at that cute little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they said, man, that's, <laughs> that's the only thing I think about when I think about Bow Wow. And the fact that he has Sierra first and blew it, and now look who she with. <laughs> yeah. Blessings on top of blessings. Man, like, um, look, look, Bow Wow is 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 hilarious, man. Um, like, you you know, I really thought, but I guess ego and pride couldn't stop it. Was that I thought him and Soldier Boy was gonna get together and just like that was gonna be it. Like Soldier Boy and Bow Wow was just gonna take over for about three or four years and just dominate. But. Yeah, they got God help them. Thank God that didn't happen. I got some weirdo news. What's that? Uh, did you happen to see the uh, the uh, video of the uh, lady in the gym um, uh, picking up weights? No. And let's just say she was peeing while she was Ooh. doing power cleans. Oh, that's no. I, I, at least I hope that was urine. If it wasn't urine, then it was, you know, something else. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, but uh, yeah. I meant I meant to do this earlier in the show. I did not see that one. I don't think I want to see it, but I'm pretty sure now that you mention it, it's gonna come in my timeline. About to send it to you. Yeah, about to send it to you right now. Don't. Um, but <laughs> uh, but listen, I just want to say rest in peace to a young man that died on that um on that in that ride. When he was in uh, Florida, you hear about that? Uh, that the one at the amusement park? Yeah, um, but not the amusement park. It's just a just a ride up there in Orlando. It's, they wasn't at the amusement park, but uh, I I just want to say rest in peace. And listen, if you're gonna ride these rides, you know, um, make sure that you're strapped in. Make sure you know that you do your you know right. get them to get them people to do their job. Um, because I don't, it, mean to, I don't mean to be a part of pooper, but uh, most of them people that are strapping you into them seasons, teenagers, and going into their third year of high school, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or they 20 and still never mind, I, never mind. I'm not even gonna say that. I'm not even, I got some embarrassing Georgia news. Okay, we got 45 seconds. Go, oh, yeah, extremely uh, intoxicated young couple stole a school bus and took it for a joyride. Crashing into a, fe- a neighbor's fence Tuesday morning in Paulding County. Eh, yeah, people. Then with that being said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this has been the beard always win, man. We really appreciate y'all, 
And um, yeah, we probably have a part two. We might get it. Might have to come back and do a part two of this this week. We'll we'll see. But like I said, Britt always wins. It's a movement. It's a lifestyle. More importantly, it's a podcast. And Deron takes away. Keep your hands to yourself. Go Vikings. Go Vikings.